and gentlemen, it's time for the show where they talk talkies. It's Talkies Talkies! Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Billy Robinson. Yes, this is Talking Talkies, the show where we talk the talkies. And all September long, it's Indiana Jones Month. That's right. Yep. Indiana Jones. It's time for love, Dr. Jones. We're not on that one yet. Alright, so this film is titled Raiders of the Lost Ark, although it was retroactively titled Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark after the 2008 DVD release. But the official title is just Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I have those DVDs. And I don't have that DVD, but... Have that DVD pack. It's four DVDs and three movies and then all the bonus materials on a fourth DVD. And then, so, like a year later, <laughs> Crystal Skull came out and it was already obsolete, an obsolete box set. Well, I mean, I guess, but you know, that fourth disc still sounds like it would be more entertaining. All right, so should we talk about Raiders, one of the greatest adventure films of all time? I think that's what we're here for. Okay. So it's supposed to be doing right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Eh. All right. The year is 1936. Yeah. And we are we we meet an archaeologist named Doctor Indiana Jones, played of course by Harrison Ford, which of course you all know at this point. And he's in Peru with some guys. And he. Yeah, do we even know what their names are? I know it's Alfred Molina's like film debut, but. Because yeah, he's mostly like a musical and stage guy. He's mostly a stage guy. Yeah. Especially at that point. All right. He is Satipo. Yeah. All right. There you go. So he. Uh, he is Oct. Uh, Octo Octavius, Otto Octavius. Yes, indeed. So he is uh, Snidely Whiplash. Yeah, uh, it's him and another dude, and they're going through this. Uh, they had three it's, of it's them. Pretty much, and then, it, and then what? One of one of them runs away right away when he runs into the into the uh, idol. As yeah. he clears some brush away, and he sees like an idol, and a bunch of birds fly out of it, and, and he's, he's like, like ah! "I'm done." And he's just like, "I'm done." So it's just, it's just Indy and Satipo, and because oh, the other guy tries to shoot him, but yeah. of course it's the '30s, so guns are all like revolvers still, and you can totally hear that shit from a mile away. Yeah, so he starts cocking the gun, and Indy just turns around and whips it away, and he's just like, "Oh, all right, I'm gonna run away now." I also like that Alfred Molina's first ever movie and his first ever scene involved him getting covered in tarantulas. Yeah. Uh, gross. So, yeah, he's just, he's looking for a thing. Yeah, I think it's it was a, it's, a it's some, thing. It, yeah, it's, it's a fertility idol. It's, um, it's a Peruvian thing. And, of course, he knows about all the booby traps. You know, don't go into the light. Uh, don't step on this. Don't do this. And he's leading him through this temple. And they've got the famous scene where the idol's on the thing. 
on the little pedestal, and he's going to switch it for his bag. Oh, it's going to be heavy enough. It's and then, and then it's just uh, uh oh, it starts going down. It's like, well, that's not good. And now here come all the traps. You've got the darts flying everywhere, and the pit. He has to cross the pit still. Yeah. Also, <laughs> like, uh, and of course, the big boulder, famous Indiana Jones scene. But I like that he throws the idol. To Satipo, and he's just like, "I right, adios, amigo," and then takes off. And as soon as Indy comes up on the other side, he realizes that he basically just got a bunch of spikes through the face. Yeah, he got the in the he got yeah with the crossing into the light. Yeah, spikes got him. Dum dum. Don't well, be a dum dum, kids. So he, he takes the idol, and he escapes, and he encounters Renee Belloc. Played by Ivan Ooze, or the Reverend from Hot Fuzz. It's Paul Freeman. And he's a rival archaeologist, which means he's the bad guy. And he's got all the all the local tribes. The Jovitos. And then the other guy that tried to shoot him is just there, too, but he just collapses because he's got, like, 30 darts in his back. <laughs> the poison darts. So he's just like, well, thank you, Dr. Jones. You know, once again, I'm going to take something... That she's worked so hard to acquire. It's just like, man, you're a jerk. What a dick. And then Indy runs away while the Povitos chase him and, you know, start the plane, start the plane. And he escapes on his seaplane. It's like, oh, how many, how many famous, like, iconic Indiana Jones just, like, franchise scenes all happen right here? This one, this one opening sequence. And then we also learn a very key trait because the dude's pet snake is <laughs> slithering on his lap. He's like, I hate snakes. Oh, come on. Just enjoy the ride. I hate snakes. So, thanks. Let me find out. He's a teacher at a university. Yep. Where all the girls have crushes on him. Well, there's like, like, 40 students in his class, and three of them are guys. Yeah. I like how one of the girls wrote, I love you, on her eyelids, so she could just blink her eyes at him. And he's like, what? Okay. And then one of the guys puts an apple on his desk. So we realize that uh, he he's there's uh, these army intelligence agents that are here to talk to him. And they're like, why do they want to talk to me? I don't understand what is yeah. this going on. Because they're obsessed with the occult. Well, not Hitler, the Nazi, yeah. Hitler, yeah, the Nazis, Fuhrers. which is a true thing. And there's been a lot of great fiction written based off of it. Like the whole Wolfenstein series is that. Yeah. Hellboy yeah, yeah. is that. Most of Indiana Jones stuff is that. Yep, some great stuff, uh, and that's what makes it really cool. Uh, they want his old mentor, Abner Ravenwood, who was like his teacher. Yeah, because they are seeking out the Ark of the Covenant, which of course is uh, that's what the Hebrews carried through the desert. Yep, and he said, you know, they've got the whole thing. They're like they thought it was buried here, but it's actually in the Egyptian city of Tanis. Which, after the pharaohs sacked the Temple of yeah. Solomon and took and, so, yeah, yeah, and maybe in, took the Ark, we don't know for sure. Yeah, we don't know, yeah. Because he brought it back to the city and then 
and then shortly after the city was consumed by the sand as part of God's wrath. God's wrath, right. And they want Indy because Indy's got the headpiece for the Staff of Ra. No, he doesn't. But he might know. I don't know. But he might know. He's the best guy we got. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's just like, well, yeah. So here's a ticket. Yeah. Well, well, the whole idea is that the um, supposedly if you have the Ark of the Covenant, you can possess an invincible army. So naturally the Nazis want it. That's why that's what all that stuff was about. Yep. And the Staff of Ra is to find the Well of Souls, which is where the Ark is supposedly buried. Yeah, because there's a map room hidden in the, somewhere in the city. There's in the city, and yep. there's the staff of Ra to align with the sun, and it shows you where the well of souls is. And then you go there, and that's supposedly where the ark is. Supposedly. Supposedly. Yes. So they get him a ticket to go to Nepal. Why is he going to Nepal? We don't know. But there's a guy on the plane, and he looks suspicious. Dun, looks dun. Suspiciously super German. <laughs> Pretty much. It's basically how it works. So, yeah, he arrives at this saloon where we see this girl. We see Karen Allen's character just drinking these dudes under the table, all these old Sherpas. Just <laughs> shot for shot. And then the dude passes out, so the, she closes up the bar, and Indy shows up, and he's like, hey. I haven't seen you in ten years. Yeah, she punches him in the face. And I like how in the original script, they're like, who should Indy's companion be? And then somebody was like, I think it should be a long-lost lover. Well, I think it should be the daughter of his idol. And they're just like, why both. not both? <laughs> That's what, if you watch any of the behind-the-scenes features, it ends up being a lot like that. Yeah. Because uh, Spielberg and, uh, and, 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 and George, George, George Lucas, Lucas both worked on it. They both had just finished major projects, and they're like, uh, so what are you going to do? Uh, and Spielberg's like, you know what? I always wanted to do a James Bond movie. And <laughs> apparently George Lucas is like, I got something better. You remember those old, old adventure serials we used to see as kids? He's like, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Well, that's why they wanted Indiana Jones to be, like, a player, which is why he's wearing a bathrobe when the museum curator shows up at his house. They cut a scene where he was going to be uh, romancing a young lady, but they just like, no, nah, we, we think that's too out of character for him. It's just like, well, he's your character, but all right. Yeah. You can make him whatever you want. Yeah, so he meets Marion. Yeah, she's got bitter. This is how he finds out that Abner's died. And she's got the headpiece that he needs. She's wearing it as a necklace. And he's going to buy it for her. And he's making her all these... All, he's basically... He's bargaining with her just like Obi-Wan bargained with Han Solo. That's exactly what he does, too. Like, I'll give you this much now, plus this when we get back to the States. <laughs> That's what I thought got such a kick out of that scene. Yeah. Yeah. How does it feel, Harrison Ford? Huh? You're going to like it because the name of the club in the next movie is called the Obi-Wan. <laughs> yep. So, uh, she basically tells him, she basically just tells him to go to hell and he's just like, all right, fine. I'll see you tomorrow. But then, uh, yep. But then here come the evil Germans with the evil Nazi we saw on the plane. And that's Mr. Tot, 
I believe his name is. Tot. It's T-O-H-T, so make of that what you will. Tot. And originally he was supposed to have a mechanical arm with a machine gun on it, but I guess they decided that was just a little too much. I guess. A lot so, of commitment in this movie. It's astounding. So it's it's a big it's a big threatening thing, and uh, he, he gets the fire poker and he's gonna burn her good. Yeah, he's gonna he's basically gonna brand her. But uh, Doctor Jones returns just in time to save her. And, <laughs> and, and by just have, in time to save her, I mean burn the place down and destroy all. Pretty much. And she had all yeah. this money. <laughs> and I, the, the shootout's actually kind of fun too, because at one point they've got his head down on the bar, <laughs> and the fire's circling the bar slowly, coming towards him. And it's just like, "Give me a whiskey." She's like, "All right." Hands him the bottle. He cocks it over the guy's head. Couple of bullet he- bullets to the head. So it's kind of a graphic scene, which is not the first time you're going to see that in this movie. Oh, and the best part is the guy sees sees the pendant. And he tries to grab it, but since it's like been in the middle of the fire for the, like the entire fight scene, he just yes. bumps the fuck out of his hand. <laughs> yeah, he runs out in the snow and just jams his hand in the snow. Nasty. <laughs> and then she says, like, I'm your goddamn partner! Pretty much, yes. And now she's going with him. So they go to Cairo. And they meet up with Sala, which is John Reese davis Yep. Son of he is. He's the best digger in Cairo. He's what? Son of oh, son of, son of Glenn. Ah! Yes. He's the best digger in Cairo, and he says that uh, that Belloc and the Nazis are here, and they're digging for the well of souls. Him Belosh. I love how he's like supposed to be an Egyptian guy, but he's like, no, I'm still Scottish as fuck. Yeah, really. <laughs> he really doesn't try that hard. Yeah. So they basically use a replica of the headpiece because the dude's hand got scarred with it when he grabbed it in the fire. So That's why they only have one side of the headpiece. Yep, and that's how they know that the Nazis are actually digging in the wrong place. Because the other side tells you to subtract a certain amount for, for God. Yeah, there's also supposed to be some... Some di- or some kind of text on there that tells you not to look in the ark, but I, I don't think that's uh, I think that's in the novel and not actually the. Uh, I mean, there's enough to tell you because like he shows the picture to the CIA guys or whatever. Oh yeah, he's like, "What's that coming out of it? Lightning, uh, lightning whatever, fire, hellfire, death. yeah, pretty much, don't, God's wrath." Don't do anything about that. Yeah. So we have a we have a really fun uh, chase scene that comes out of this one oh, where uh, freaking monkey. What is monkey. this animal? Why is he here? His wife. Yeah, it's a monkey. <laughs> and uh, it's a it's a spy. And it leads in all these guys, and they're and Mar- they're chasing down Marion. She hides in a wicker basket, and they take they just take the wicker basket. My favorite is the, you can't do this to me. I'm an American. Yeah, but I also like how when he's, he runs into the town square, and there's like a million people carrying wicker baskets. So he's just ripping them out of people's hands, and they're getting pissed off and like trying to chase him, and he's just ignoring them. It also has uh, my favorite scene with all the. Uh, 
with all the crazy sword fights and everything that are going on. And uh, then the one guy that's like super skilled and everybody parts for him and he does all these crazy tricks and, and he just sighs, pulls out his gun and shoots him. <laughs> and I, I think it's pretty well known that that scene actually came from, was historic because it came from a case of the trots because everybody in Tunisia on location got food poisoning and, and he just wasn't feeling good and he's, he couldn't pull off the stunt properly. He's going to whip it, the sword out of his hand. And he's just like, how about I just shoot shoot the fucker? Yeah. (laughs) Like, how about I just shoot him? They're like, all right. Spielberg loved it. Should also be noted that Spielberg's the only one who didn't get sick because he didn't eat any of the food there. He just brought a shitload of SpaghettiOs with him. (laughs) So, uh, so she, uh, Mallory, uh, Marion's kidnapped in a wicker basket and it's on the back of a truck. The truck explodes in the chase scene. So he thinks she's dead. Truck explodes really fast, too. Well, I mean, so, it is completely filled with explosives. Yeah, yeah. And then one so, water basket. Yeah. <laughs> so he's uh, so he's drowning his sorrows, and he's and when the Nazis find him, they escort him over to where Belloc is. Belloc, not happy to see you. And then he does the Batman 89 thing, where he's like, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> yeah, and that's when he realizes there was a uh, poison dates. Oh yeah, the poison dates. Yeah, because the, the, the monkey dies. The monkey dies. Yeah. So he, uh, after his little confrontation, and everything, and he's pretty much lo- losing he's, out again. He's saved by Sala's kids. <laughs> yep, they escort him out, and everyone and just Sala- comes out, follows him out, and just trolls him the entire time. Yeah, they're all just laughing at him. But now, uh, so he's he and Sal are going to infiltrate the Nazi dig site out in uh, out in the Egyptian city of Tanis. So here they are, and they're digging, and they don't know what the hell they're doing because they're in the wrong spot. So he's just like, "All right, well, I've got the right <laughs> the right medallion for this, and I, and my staff will be the correct length too." Yes. So he, uh, he, they sneak into the map room, and I, it kind of, it kind of loses me. Like what happens here? Like they kind of just call Sala away to work because they're like, "What the hell are you doing over there?" Yeah. <laughs> so I like how he basically th- rips down a tent and throws that to him instead with like the Nazi flag. Yeah, well, every like everything you can get a hold of <laughs> yeah. ties together. But now he knows where the he knows where the correct spot is. And it's so, just over on the other side of this little, little hill. Of course it is. So I like when they start digging, there's like that really bad storm, but it seems like it's an unnatural storm. Nobody seems to make that connection that maybe Jesus. we shouldn't maybe we shouldn't be doing this. And then of course we un- we <laughs> we uncover the room and why does the floor look like it's moving? And I'm like, oh I know what's happening here. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? snakes? <laughs> and then, meanwhile, we're so, we're right before that. I think was when we find. Oh yeah, when alive. Oh yeah, when he finds her tied up, and then he leaves her there. He's like, yeah, "If I let I, you go now, they'll know, and then they'll get the drop on us." Yeah, so he just leaves her. But then, like, Bellic shows up, makes her <laughs> dress up in like a really nice white dress, and then they have a drinking contest together. They're having a, a pretty decent time. And then, yeah, of course, actually, Nazi guy shows up. 
he's he's the buzzkill. He's Buzz Killington. And then he shows up and he's got like this blood, like black thing and chains and they're all like oh fuck it's like some kind of crazy torture device and And no it's a a coat hanger (laughs) that was funny as hell there are some really good laugh out loud moments in this movie so and he's got to face his fear of snakes but uh but he gets help because they give him like a a spraying thing filled, filled with gas so he tries to like burn most of them yeah but uh, he uh, he finds he finds the ark. They uh, and they they send it up. Well, Salik goes up, and then it's just like, oh crap! The and Nazis. So Belloc and the Nazis see them because it's like yeah. early in the morning, and they're getting out to, for the day, and they just see a whole bunch of people up on the hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah. that's what the fuck's that about? They, yeah, he and the colonel show up. They take it away from him. They throw in Marion, and then they seal it up to basically kill him. And he's just like, all right, here, take this torch. Sw- swing it at anything that slithers. Yeah. Because he's, he's trying to devise a plan to get out of there, and he realizes the sinks are coming out through a hole in the wall. So he's like, well, obviously they're alive, so they have to be getting in somehow. So he breaks down the wall. And they escape. Yeah. And then comes my other favorite scene when they escape at the airstrip. Oh, yeah. The fight yeah. at the airstrip. Pat Roach, the British wrestler. Where he's, uh, they're going to try to steal the plane. And out comes the mechanic. It's just this big guy who challenges him to a fist fight. And is beating the ever-loving shit out of him. Meanwhile, Marion knocks out the pilot. Tries to get in the plane. Knocks gets- over everything. So there's like... JP fuel yeah. all over the planes. Yep. Now the plane's rotating. <laughs> so oh, yeah, she takes the chucks off one of the wheels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's like, um. So she just she sees Nazis crawls, arriving. She crawls into the back where the gun is. It's to yeah. stuff. It just starts shooting Nazis because why not? While he's getting this fist fight. Because this then, is an course, FPS. We got to shoot Nazis. And then the plane, the plane propeller rotates and kills the guy that was fighting Jones, which was gross. So, and everything starts blowing up because fuel leaking. So, Indy's like, "All right, where is it? It's on a truck set for Cairo." He's like, "Ah, hell no!" So he gets on a horse. I like he's like, "What are you gonna do?" I don't know. <laughs> he's like, "I'm making it up as I'm going." <laughs> This is another cool scene too with the uh, with the uh, cha- the chase where there's there's the uh, the vehicle in the front with all the bad guys, then there's the truck with the arc. This is a direct rip off of one of the adventure serials that they talked about. They wanted to make right the, the exact stunt where he goes under the truck yep. and comes out the back is an exact stunt. Yeah, because yeah, because that's in the the behind the scenes stuff. They show that old footage. It's like the exact same scene. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they get the one car to drive off the cliff, and then he's just, you know, he's just play. My favorite part though is when he's fighting with the driver, and he runs through like a, <laughs> like a, an area where a bunch of, where a bunch of the locals are building, building something, building an aqueduct. Yeah, one of the guys just pops up on the windshield with like this goofy look on his face, and he and the driver look at each other and crack up real quick, and then he punches him again. Like what? 
<laughs> and they crash through the aqua, like the the sloppily put together aqueduct for the little town. Yeah, crash through all that. Yeah, they basically they basically do a lot of damage here. But when they but when they make it back to the city, they get hidden properly. It's a cl- classic thing, right? Because they do it again, but they do it but flip the other way in uh, Last Crusade. Yeah. The truck just goes into a building, and then everything closes up, and then it's just a bazaar all of a sudden, out of nowhere. It's just a shopping place. <laughs> we did it! And then they get it onto a boat. Yeah, but it gets cut off by a U-boat. Which is the boat from Das Boot. Yep. Yeah, so Jones stows away. And uh, I kind of like how the, the captain stands up, stands up for him and claims that he killed him. So they won't go looking for him, but of course Marion gets captured oh, again. <laughs> and then, like the first mate's like, "We've searched everywhere. We can't find Jones. Well, he's got to be somewhere. I found him, sir. <laughs> Where? Over there. He's getting in the the U boat right as it's going underwater. <laughs> he's over there. Okay. So they uh, he gets captured. Well, no, not really. Not yet. Um, Actually, he doesn't. Not, not at this point. No, not at this point. So there are- <laughs> That's really cool how he like, infiltrates in there, and he like tries to dress up as the first guy he knocks out, but he's like way too small. He's trying to put yeah, the yeah. clothes on. And then the, the other guy shows up, and he's yelling at him in German. Like, What's he the starts doing his hair. <laughs> yeah. So he knocks him out instead. Now he's just Nazi guy. So they, they arrive on an... It's an island in the Asian Sea. They're going to go test the power of the Ark before presenting it to the Fuhrer. I love the I love the addition of the scene of the guy talking to Belloc, saying, "I'm uncomfortable with you doing this Jewish ceremony." Yeah, yeah. It was the last line added to the script because they're like, "Man, this whole script you didn't mention anything about the Nazis hating the Jews." <laughs> All right, well here you go. <laughs> so he he pulls out a bazooka and he's going to destroy the Ark and Belloc. And Just kill everybody. Yeah. He's like, darn, I guess I'm captured again. Yeah. So him and Marion are tied up. And they're going to do some Jewy stuff. Yep, they do a whole ceremony. But there's nothing in the Ark but sand. And I like how Belk even dresses up like a priest and everything. And Indy's yelling at Marion, don't look into the Ark, because now a whole bunch of crap comes out. And everything looks all beautiful, and everyone's like, yay, yay, yay. And then all of a sudden yeah. the one, like, Freaking goes Ghostbusters librarian on them. Yeah, it's it's they're angels of death. Uh, they have a, a flame vortex sh- goes out. It uh, basically fries all the Nazi soldiers and then it melts the, faces. Belloc the and the two main Nazis, the general and then the uh, the interrogator, all just scream, and then their their faces just melt while Space Belloc had ex- and Belloc's head explodes. Scanner style. Yep. But I also like how it basically, like, the arc basically takes all their bodies, too. Because yeah. there's nothing there when it, everything ends. The arc just seals itself back up, and it's just Jones and Marion. But their ropes burned off, so they're okay. They're okay. So, uh, of course, the ending scene is uh, the Army Intelligence are saying that the Ark is now somewhere safe. It's being studied by top 
men. And by that, we mean they locked it up. Yep, they locked it up so it'll never, ever come out again. And that, kids, is the story of Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first of the Indiana Jones movies, and a damn good movie, too. One of the best. Good times. By far. Good times! Yes. A um, couple of quick little facts here. I'm sure some of you guys already know this, but you can freeze frame to see R2-D2 and C-3PO in the Wall of Souls. They are on a tiny little pillar. Just look that one up online. Um, while um, Melissa Matheson and Steven Spielberg on breaks during shooting worked on a script together and ended up being some little movie called E.T., The Extraterrestrial. Oh, is that all? Yeah. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Uh, Lucas made an unusual deal for this film. He's like, he's like, if you finance the whole finance the whole budget, but I'm going to own forty percent of the film and collect almost half the profits after the studio grosses a certain amount. And of course, that ended up being quite lucrative. And uh, Michael Eisner has said this was the best script he ever read. Oh, yes. Um, Harrison Ford. Did you notice it said second unit uh, director Michael Moore? I did not notice that. That's pretty funny. I don't know if it's the same Michael Moore or anything, but Um, another famous line. It's not the years, honey. It's the mileage. That was an ad lib. Uh, Jeff Bridges was considered for the role of Indiana Jones, but he turned it down. Actually, Ford was one of the last choices. There were tons of people considered before him. Yeah, a lot of people. Uh, Tom Selleck, I heard of. Yeah. Oh, Paul Freeman does not eat the fly. Spielberg purposely edited it that way to make it look like it. So, whenever you read that story, it is not true. Um, Also, that wrestler I mentioned, Pat Roach, who gets killed... He also dies earlier in the film, too, because he's one of the giant Sherpas that's left in the bar as it's burning. Oh, fine. Um, This film is rated PG, although they wanted an R rating because of Belloc's face exploding. So that's why they added all the flames in front of it. Yeah. Because PG-13 didn't exist yet. Yes. Um... It's usually pretty nice to know that no animals died in the making of this film, but unfortunately, one of the pythons died because it got bit by a cobra. So I guess somebody had the brilliant idea to, you know, n- not use cobras without venom, but hey, whatever. Which is why when Indy falls in the pit, there's a, p- a piece of glass separating Harrison Ford from the cobra, and apparently the cobra did spit venom on the glass that was visible at one point. So, yeah, good job. Guys, I know this is 1981 and everything, but geez, just just friggin' take the venom sacks out of the cobras. Good lord. And yes, of course, everybody knows that there was an adventure comic of Scrooge McDuck with Donald and his nephews that was very, very similar to the opening scene of the movie. But that's okay, because Lucas and Spielberg have both said, yes, that was an inspiration for it, because they were both fans of that comic. Because that comic came out when they were 15 and 12. So, yeah. So, yeah. 
Exactly. Uh, Sam Neill was also considered for the role of Indiana uh, yeah, Jones. I believe I heard that before. Actually. Yes. yes. And it says, yeah, but he ended up becoming another iconic role in a Spielberg movie with a guy that wears a hat. And, of course, everybody always likes to talk about the famous uh, fan theory. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Before I do that, I just found the list of actors. Nick Nolte. Steve Martin. Oh, wow. Uh, he had to drop out to do Pennies from Heaven. Uh, Bill Murray dropped out because of SNL. Chevy Chase, Tim Matheson, Nick Mancuso, Peter Coyote, Jack Nicholson. And when did Harrison Ford get added? Less than three weeks before principal photography began. And uh, Sala actually was originally supposed to be Danny DeVito. I'm glad they didn't go the, the, the funny, funny route. I am glad they didn't too. And yes, there's the famous uh, the famous fan theory that yes, Indiana Jones has absolutely no relation to the story. Without him, everything would have happened exactly the same way. And people are like, "Well, no, he had the he had the thing, so he didn't know where they were digging." And it's just like, well, actually, you know. If they had the, if he, they, they had that piece, they would have dug in the right place, so they would have died a lot earlier. But somebody did shoot down this fan theory by saying, one, the theory does not account for the two times he saves Marion's life. She would have either been killed by the Nazis the first time they captured her, or she would have been killed when the Ark got opened, because she wouldn't have known to shut her eyes. And the other thing is that um, what does Belloc like to tell Indy all the time? Following you around is how I find things. So, yeah, there you go. Indiana Jones is relevant to the script. So the, the, the fan theory is that Indiana Jones adds nothing. Adds the, nothing the, to the, the story would have ended up exactly the same way, which I can understand where they're coming from with that. But this isn't, you know, James Bond is the code name, not the guy. So weird. That is an interesting theory, but I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, like I said, people have shot it down. So there you go. Do not subscribe. I don't unsubscribe. I just didn't subscribe. Well, there you go. So as I said, this is Indie Month. Of course, we're going in order, so next week we're going to do Temple of Doom, so we get to rip on Short Round a little bit. What time for love? And then Last Crusade, be our September 17th show, and then the one I've never seen on September 24th. So, for those of you who have always wanted to hear if I hate the last Indiana Jones movie, we're going to find out together. That's Raiders. Anything to add, Mr. Peck? Nope. Nope. It was good stuff. Good time. These are this is a fun movie, and you should all love Indiana Jones. But we're gonna talk about Temple of Doom next week. Which technically takes place before Raiders. Technically, yes. Story wise. So we'll see you next week. Indeed. Bye!